Hello, dreamers. How are you doing out there? Hello, hello, hello. Mandy yes. and Carly here. Absolutely. Coming at you from Nashville. And I'm still up in Canada right now visiting with the family, but we are so grateful for Zoom these days to bring us together, yeah. connect us. Absolutely. Yeah. And we are so excited, you guys. Um, as you know, we said in our first episode, we are here doing season two. Um, which is going to be a deeper dive into um, people going out there, catching their dreams and inspiring others to do the same. So we are so grateful and honored to have our first official guest on here for season two. Um, He is a light, a beautiful soul, and he's here to crank up just the beautifulness of yourself by listening to this episode. So here we welcome Mr. Mike Munich. Woo! Oh, I'm I'm ready to crank up your beauty. Apparently, I love that. Crank up your beauty and your light <laughs> <the> spark. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <the> spark. <laughs> uh, well, we're so excited, and you are coming um, from LA right now. Yes, I'm here in Los Angeles. Yeah, how is it down there? Is the sun shining today? The the sun is shining. Yes. Uh, we're kind of getting some of that weather. Like it's been that it's almost going to rain weather. And then like, it doesn't, but then you wake <laughs> up. Like I had to, I had to drain the soil in one of my plants the other day. Cause there was a pool of water in it from all the rain. So oh. it's like, I love like an LA rainy winter, but we're not really having that this year. Interesting. So the weather's confused yeah. these days. <laughs> The weather's confused, <laughs> like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, my God. Well, we are just so excited to have you on this episode. And we are honestly just going to hand over the mic to you to chat and to tell us all about yourself. I know our mutual friend, Rebecca Reinhardt, um, had given us your name. And she just speaks so highly of you. And we can say that uh, in our first season, Rebecca's episode stood out so much to us and our listeners. And um, just the vibrance that she brings. And so we are so excited to feel your vibrance through this episode. So why don't you give us a little uh, introduction of yourself and what you're all about? Sure. So first of all, I love Rebecca as well. So just going to like smother her in love from a distance. And while she listens to this, just like giving her all the cute aggressions. Yes. That's what, we, that's what we've called Rebecca. She like gets cute aggressions because she's just so... <laughs> effervescent and amazing. And so I'm just really grateful she's connected us and created this opportunity. Uh, To tell you about me, uh, my name is Mike Munich. You didn't catch that the first time. And I am an artist. I'm an intuitive healer. I'm an energetic expert. I am a dancer, a singer, a musician, a creative director, and now an entrepreneur and launching my very first company called Stardust. Oh my gosh. I love every aspect of that. And you just being a creator and, and channeling into music and movement and the intuitiveness, like you are just an amazing package of energy here. And we cannot wait to hear um, about uh, Stardust and you expanding it. That's all about that and what that brings. Cause um, as Carly and I were talking about when we were looking at your site, we literally felt like we were going on a ride to outer space. It is yes. a journey. So <laughs> absolutely. Yes. So tell us all about that and what, what that brings to um, people that go to your site. Absolutely. Well, it makes me really, really happy to have, hear that you have that experience. Cause that's exactly what I want people to feel. 
And so the the foundation of Stardust is really a choose your own adventure. So like as we're on this journey of life, we get to create how we experience our life. Mm-hmm. And you can have the same circumstance sitting in front of you, the same conversation, the same breakup, uh, the same frustration of just like not being able to find a parking spot. And it's all an internal experience of how I choose to see that and how I'm choosing to show up in the world. Mm -hmm. So something that I found in my journey through my dance career, through my career as a recording artist, and just in my personal life with friends was that I was giving people permission to be themselves just Mm -hmm. by being myself. And it wasn't anything that was a conscious choice I was doing. I just made a commitment to myself very young that I would never compromise or sacrifice who I was. And that really stemmed from coming out. It was like this promise mm-hmm. I made to myself at 16 when I came out that if somebody is not on board with this, then they don't get to be in my life until they're okay with it because this is who I am. And I'm not going to apologize for who I am. Mm-hmm. And I think that has really been a key to living a successful life for myself and a fulfilled and happy life and gotten me to where I am now. And so hearing this from different people, like when I was a recording artist, I targeted the gay market. I did the pride circuit and the gay clubs. And I was getting messages from not just youth, but like gay men around the world thanking me for what I was doing because it was just giving them permission. It was just giving them permission. However, yep. they that to be just, I mean, in this situation, to be more queer, to feel more expressed, to kind of see somebody. Because when I started doing music was when just when like Ricky Martin came out. And I don't mm-hmm. even know if Smith was out yet. So the, the industry and the climate was different. So it's amazing to look at the industry now. And we have, you know, a trans pop star with Kim Petras. We have Troy Sivan who gets to be as queer as he wants from day one and there's no apology Mm -hmm. so part of my drive in doing that was to help open that door for the next generation and Mm -hmm. so I was getting these messages just about like thank you so much you've given me this permission and then I would have friends of mine who would be like thriving in their gayness like in nightlife and social circles and just their celebration expression of who they were And they would tell me like, oh, do you know, like five years ago when we met, you were my only gay friend. And I was like mind blown because I had no idea. And then just by being authentic, that's really one of the key pillars of Stardust. It's helping people embrace their authenticity. And for a lot of people, they need to be given permission. Sometimes people just need to hear it's okay. Like Mm -hmm. you, like I've even noticed being at a club or or a wedding or something and nobody's on the dance floor. So I'll just go out of my life and be silly. And all of a sudden now there's 20 people on the dance floor. Yep. And Mm -hmm. it's that that permission people. It's like they want to, but it's almost like they don't even realize they're allowed to. Yeah. They're Mm -hmm. allowed to chase their desires and what they want. So when I saw all of that together, And then being a part of Kinergy, where I met Rebecca, which is Julianne Hoff's new, you know, spiritually based fitness, dance, movement platform, 
that really shifted and unlocked so much more of my desire, my purpose to really see the transformation I'd had in my life because my 20s were a mess. They were beautiful, they were amazing, but I was a mess and you know, I'm a survivor of a lot of childhood trauma and in my 20s that trauma was really steering me. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't dug into it yet because I was trying to avoid it. And so from going through the spiritual process, as well as therapy and support groups and lots of different things to to get the support I needed that I hadn't had in my life, I wanted to create that support for other people. And I wanted to create a community that is spiritually grounded that's based in fun and joy and music and dance and celebration. And that's not, that's not heavy. Like, I don't, I don't know what your guys experience with spirituality is, but sometimes it gets dense or it gets heavy or there's so like, ah, law of attraction. I can't think that thing because I'm going to manifest it. And yeah, <laughs> that, that can get really overwhelming. And so I just wanted to create a really fun you know, kind of millennial branded community for people to come together and explore their freedom and really give themselves the permission to unlock all those desires and things that they might want to do, whether that be, you know, changing careers, leaving a relationship. And some people, it's quite simply just don't wear the clothes they want to wear or they're afraid Mm -hmm. to like dye their hair blonde. Or, you know, sometimes it's really subtle things or they're afraid to, like, set a boundary with their mother. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh this, is, this is really just exploring that freedom that leads to authenticity, which then leads to power. Like, mm-hmm. when I'm in my authentic self, I am in my power, and then that's what makes me unstoppable. Wow. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I just like, we've already been just sitting here for a few minutes and my, my energy and my, like, yeah. I feel I'm getting more vibrant just listening to you talk. This is and uh-huh. within your energy space. This is so amazing. And, and to speak into authenticity and just you being like, Hey, I'm showing up at a hundred of, you know, a hundred percent of who I am. And if, and if you, you know, if you can meet me there, that's perfect. Let's be authentic together. And if not, you know, then, then take your time and just come meet me at a hundred percent. And I think that's so important. And, and just seeing you live in your authenticity and who you truly are and radiating at that, it's, it's just like, you can see it lifting the vibration of those around you naturally. And in the time that it's supposed to, but oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm getting goosebumps. And I'm just so excited. Like, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I mean, right away, like looking at your, at your page at, at the website and everything, I told Mandy, I was like, he is just, like you said, unapologetically himself. Mm -hmm. And it's such an inspiration just to even see that. And the, and the wording and everything you used on your website was so relatable and so just Mm -hmm. like welcoming. And like, I literally just felt that, that energy shift as soon as I looked at your website and stuff. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I, I, like Mandy said, I feel like I'm on a journey. And I think it's so beautiful that, that you said that too, because sometimes spirituality can get heavy, like you said. And, and I know Mandy and I have, have recently struggled with that, just putting too much expectations on our meditations or our manifestations. And like, we have to bring that kind of like light and fun and, and, you know, like, get into 
a hundred percent showing up as ourselves and just letting it flow that way. And so, I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling that vibration right now too. Like, I feel like I'm on another level. So that's so amazing. And, and I love that. Like you guys are giving me chills, like <laughs> up. Like I just love hearing this and thank you for sharing that. And what I want to say is everything is energy. Mm-hmm. Everything is energy. I think the universe is only made of 5% physical matter. The other 95% is energy. It's mm-hmm. light waves and sound waves and then just different, there's different textures and types of energy. Like as I've gone on my journey and really unlocked my abilities and powers as a a shaman and a healer, I can feel textures of energies and things and Mm -hmm. everything is encoded. So every word is encoded with energy, every object, every brand. And so we're attracted to that, whether we realize it or not. And so sometimes it's about like looking around myself and seeing like, what are the things, what are the brands that I've invested in? What are the objects I have in my home? What emotional energy do those carry from the past? Because that's all impacting us and our bioenergetic fields. Mm -hmm. And, and that is the power is just like that you guys say you're already feeling buzzier and the vibration is raised. And that's the power we have for each other. When we shine in our light and our authenticity, we don't even have to do anything for anybody else. The people around us naturally elevate to where we are. Mm-hmm. But that being said, when, you know, and we're all human and this happens to me when we want to go into the shame spiral or the pity party, that's energy too. And that has the power to suck people down into it as well. And so it's just being about really conscious of how am I showing up in the world what word choices am I using? What story am I telling about this situation? Yes. Am I telling an old story? Am I telling something that's mm-hmm. going to heal me and propel me forward? And that was part of why I wanted to really bring that levity into the brand of Stardust. It's because I mm-hmm. wanted to be accessible. I wanted to be fun. And quite simply, that is who I am. I'm very like but like and pero like and these this kind of millennial I think vernacular that's developed this like meme culture yes. and and something I did want to offer your listeners about showing up at a hundred percent it's like that's being a hundred percent authentic that doesn't mean you need to be a hundred percent happy or Absolutely. in bliss like mm-hmm. sometimes me showing up a hundred percent authentic is like. I'm having a bad fucking day and I'm really afraid about what's going on in the world. And Mm -hmm. I've been applying for jobs and it's like, I'm not getting any interviews. Like that's okay. As long as you don't live in that place, because those, those feelings, even though they don't feel good, the more negative emotions, which we've only classified as negative as humans. They're not actually negative. It's a full, Mm -hmm. It's the full spectrum of the human experience. And that's why we're here to feel all of everything. It. Yeah. <laughs> and when we try to avoid feeling the guilt or the fear, the sadness, the jealousy, it actually gives it more power. Like, mm-hmm. I found the fastest way to diffuse is to talk to it, yeah. to speak it and to clear it. But there's a difference between clearing it and obsessing about it. Because something I used to do was I thought I was like dealing with my stuff and I would just call 
like 10 people in a row or over the course of a few days. And I'd be like, this guy isn't calling me back and did it. And I would just go into the drama and I'd have my story around it. And then I would sell that story 10 times. So I got sick of hearing it and I was exasperated from telling it, but that doesn't mean it had transformed or changed because I was just obsessing. It just means I got fed up with it. And so now it was time for me to tell a new dramatic story. Yes. If there's a difference between just like, this is how I'm feeling. This is where I'm at. I just need to get it out. And, and having, doing that with somebody who can hold space for it and who isn't trying to fix it or change it or offer advice, unless that's what you're looking for, what I'm looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Mandy, this is just like, I don't know if it's speaking to you as much as it's speaking to me, which I think it probably is, but like, I feel like Mandy and I are that, like, we tend to be that, that person for each other. Mm-hmm. And like, to be able to like, cause I was like, every time I talk to Mandy about something and I can kind of be like, okay, I, I got it out. Like it feels 10 times better. Like, I'm just like, let me wash it out instead of like you said, like I used to do that too. I'd call everybody, tell them all the same story and be like, oh, you know, be on my side about this, be on my side about this. And I want everyone to, to hear and hear, but it's like, that wasn't healing anything for me. That wasn't releasing anything, but it's like, if I can sit here and, and say it to myself or be in my sadness or be in my frustration, then it can, it can release. And, and like you said, that's just being, being authentic. And, and Mandy and I have talked about that too, is like, I don't always have to be the happy person. I don't always have to be, you know, that, that person for someone else. Like I'm allowed to take the time for me to be, to feel whatever I need to feel, you know? And, and I think that that gets, it gets lost sometimes in being such a positive person as well. Like I want to show up and be like, Oh, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm, you know, but it's allowing myself to feel all that and let it, and let it go. That's what it is. Yeah. And I, I love that you brought up um, about the feeling uh, authentic of the whole range of emotions. I think that was super mm-hmm. important for a lot of people to hear is that just because, you know, having a bad day or feeling sad about something doesn't mean that that's, it's not needed. It's just showing up a hundred percent as to who you and what you were genuinely feeling. So I really appreciate you bringing that up because I feel like a lot yes. of people need to hear that. It's, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Of course, we want to we wanna look that direction and have that as the focus for stepping forward, but it's okay to sit and be authentically a little sad because that's the building from there is what's going to make us shine brighter. I, I really believe. So I appreciate yeah. you bringing that up. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it, it can be an energy suck. Like when I'm being authentic about where my energy is at and how I'm feeling and what I'm plugged into, then I've watched it transform so quickly where like something that an event that five years ago might've taken me a week to get over or that I would have been really stewing in for days because I've learned how to acknowledge it and speak to it and diffuse in a healthy, constructive way that's not shaming the emotion. Because I think that's a big part is it's like, we start to feel negative emotions and then there's this like shame of, well, I'm not supposed to feel that, which then now you've added a new negative emotion on top. And now I've got to filter through my shame on top of what I was already feeling. Yeah. And it just, it pulls more energy. And so what I've found is when I try to force myself to be somewhere I'm not, that actually, it takes me a longer time to get back to to my highest vibration and to where I'm trying to get because I'm spending all this energy not wanting to be where I'm at yeah. instead of just 
acknowledging where I'm at. And then I've literally, I had a situation like two weeks ago um, where I shut down, I was triggered by something. And in the past, this could have been hours or days. And it was, I like came home and I just sat in it. I'm like, okay, this is where you're at. I don't like that I'm here, but I know what this feels like. And I processed through all of it in like 20 or 30 minutes. And I, and then I was like back to where I'm at right now. And I was flabbergasted, completely, completely flabbergasted by that. Oh my gosh. I love that. Just for people to, um, to recognize and to hear that it's just so important. And I feel like that's such a, a, a wise thing for people to know and to grow with, especially within catching their dreams and, and going in towards, you know, going towards their goals and everything as well is that like things aren't always, yeah, like we said, sunshine and rainbows, but it's like, you know, you feeling that and, and instead of exerting all this energy outward, you came inward and you were able to deal with it in 30 minutes. Whereas if you ex- yeah exerted that out, that could have taken day, you know, days, weeks, months, years. Yeah. So it's just, it's really that lesson of like going inwards and being like, okay, I'm sitting with this. I don't like what this is or what I'm feeling, but Hey, how am I going to, how am I going to do this? I'm going to feel the emotions. And then how am I coming, you know, outwards and expanding that from there. So. And, and also looking at what is this about? Because typically <laughs> when we're, when a human is triggered by something, it's usually historical. We're never typically upset about what's actually happening in front of us. And obviously sometimes it's like, no, what that person did is completely wrong. And now I'm you know, I have to deal with this as a result. But a lot of times, like if it's hysterical, it's historical. So I was really sitting in myself with myself being like, okay, what, what trauma is this hitting? What Mm -hmm. am I afraid of? What fears is this hitting? Is it true? Because typically if you ask your fear, like, can you prove it? Like, oh, I'm afraid that I'm going to get evicted. And it's like, well, can you prove it? Just talk to me. And the, the fear, it's like, shuts up. It's like, oh, no, I can't. I can tell you a bunch of reasons why I think it might happen, but it can't prove it. And I think something else really important too, because I'm really learning this lesson, especially in this past year with the pandemic, with the election, and just how dramatized news has become and how sensationalized the news is. And mm-hmm. it's clickbait and it's negative and it's dark and it's heavy and I think it's important to stay informed but what I've found between that and then also just the programming of the world of you know like as an example being a artist and a a performer chasing that dream one of the messages I received along the way was well you're going to be a starving artist it's a it's I think everyone relates to that term starving artist which I stopped saying that a long time ago because I'm like, if that's the idea that I have, then I am going to have to hustle. That's another word that I removed out of my vernacular. Like I'm not ever hustling because if I say that I'm on the grind and I have to hustle, then that's what I'm manifesting for myself. That's the experience I'm feeling that for me, that's frustrating and overwhelming. And so another thing to look at when I'm feeling triggered and I go into that place is who else's energy am I plugged into? Like, am I plugged into what my dad used to say to me? Am I plugged into what corporate America says about creativity and freelancers and artists? Am I plugged into the patriarchy and what they say about women and gay men? There's so many other layers that go here. And 
We pick up and hold other people's energy without even realizing it. Sometimes you just walk down the street and you walk through a bad patch of energy because like a homeless person was there shifting through the trash 20 minutes ago or mm-hmm. something. Not just to, not to demonize homeless people, but and so that may have not been the right example, but there are just pockets of energy that get created or like you have a waiter who's having a bad day and mm-hmm. throws that at you. And especially as spiritually minded people, we tend to be very open. And mm-hmm. so that, that integrates and then it attaches to us in this way. And so like, I know sometimes I'll be walking around with something and I have to stop myself and be like, wait, where did this come from? This isn't even mine. Yeah. And I remember a couple of years ago with my ex-boyfriend, something like that had happened. I had gone shopping before I went to his house and in the store, the uh, store I went to regularly and the guy is, he's very nice. He's very good at what he does, but it's a really aggressive, desperate kind of like validation seeking energy. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't cleared myself because I wasn't as in, at the time I wasn't as in tune with this. I hadn't cleared my energy when I got to his apartment, and he's somebody that is very sensitive and intuitive as well. And we got into like a screaming fight for ten minutes. All I did was walk in the door, and yeah. he felt this other person's energy on me and went on the attack because he thought I came in in some sort of mood. And I was great. I was totally fine. And I was watching this happen and be like, "What's?" happening <laughs> and then, then once he calmed down we got to the bottom of it but i think it's just important for people to remember that sometimes what you're feeling isn't only yours it's somebody else's voice or collective programming that we're all holding on to and this is really an age where the awakening is happening and everybody is shaking this off and releasing it but that being said there are some growing pains that come with that and so Mm-hmm. Things are cyclical, and that's why it's not always sunshine and rainbows, is because sometimes we have to go back to the other side as a signpost of growth of like, oh wow, look at how much more efficiently or how much more healthy I'm handling this. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, man. I feel like I needed to hear that because even the past the past week for me has just been so crazy and and holding on to what now like you just voiced is, is probably energies from other people that I've, I've walked through and that I've, I've been, you know, just they've latched mm-hmm. on to me. Cause I'm, I know I told Carly the other day, I'm like, I, this isn't me. I don't know what's like, what's happening. And, um, so th- thank you for saying that. Cause that even just gave me an aha moment of like, I'm about to go get my selenite wand and like, and I think a big one, especially in the digital age, especially in how everything has gone to FaceTiming and Zoom, and that's how we're mm-hmm. staying connected, um, and also the influx on social media, that is a big way that I pick up other people's energy. And mm-hmm. I, I really do not love being on Instagram for longer than like two to three minutes. Mm-hmm. I try to go in and get out. And, you know, this is, I don't know if you guys saw the social dilemma, but it's designed to keep us hooked. All of these apps. <laughs> technology or just the algorithms are trying to keep us spending as much time on as possible. But I noticed this in the beginning of the pandemic. I noticed this after George Floyd, when everything became Black Lives Matter. And it's 
It's important for things to be voiced, but there's so much energy being swirled around and it's not clean and people are speaking from trauma and Mm -hmm. it's a highlight reel and it's self-promotion and everybody, there's all this validation seeking and there's so many things going on in social media or even on dating apps. Like there's sometimes like I'll be going through something and I just have to like throw my phone across the room. Yeah. Feel myself getting sucked in. And then I have to Paulo Santo myself. I have to clear the energy off of me because I'm like, that's not me. And mm-hmm. I'm not plugging into the old way. Like one of the one of the things I really focus on now, now that we are officially in the age of Aquarius. Yes. And things are living in the feminine, things are much more supported than ever before that we know. Like that mm-hmm. people for centuries. And I completely just lost my train of thought. <laughs> but <laughs> age of Aquarius and you were supported. So I guess that's what wanted to come through right there. <laughs> there you go. No, I love it. I know I had a little dance with the age of Aquarius. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. But yes. no, I, I, you're just like, man, I, I love hearing all of this from you. And I know Carly, I can feel Carly's head yeah. through Zoom as well. <laughs> Um, but you're so spot on with all that. And it's so great. I, I It really excites me that this is an episode that um, that we're going to be sending out to our listeners because I, a lot of people need to hear this and mm-hmm. be aware of like these energies and, and, and really, you know, just being able to, to work through themselves and to work through this, this stuff to be able to step forward in like the most authentic manner that they can. So I really do appreciate you, you saying all this and giving us like a glimpse of who you are is like, I mean, I'm sure this is just like the tip of the iceberg here. So, you know, this is just so exciting, but I wanted to ask, um, as per like one of the questions that we kind of like to throw our interviewers way, like when you were younger, was this, did you kind of see this as being, um, your dream or your goal? as to where you are now or like how has that shifted and evolved for you? So it's interesting when I look at Stardust specifically, it's been swirling around me since I was a kid and in so many different ways. And I wasn't aware of it until about a year ago. Mm -hmm. And so as a kid, I think the, the things that are consistent in my dream is I've always wanted to see the world. I've always wanted to travel and explore and be adventurous and expand my horizons, take in as much culture and diversity as I could. That has always been important to me. Uh, Another another part of my dream that's always been there has been authenticity. Another has been growth of just constantly growing, doing better, than I was yesterday. And sometimes it's not yesterday. Sometimes it's like, okay, I'm doing better than I was like three months ago. (laughs) Sometimes that's just what it is. Um, And I've always dreamt of just living my life. Like I just want to live life and take in all that the world has to offer. So those are the consistence. Yeah. Um, You know, my dream when I was a child was quite frankly to be famous like when I was years old and it took me it took me until about four or five years ago to actually admit that to myself I'd always kind of known but I finally admitted that to myself when I was letting go of my career as a recording artist actually Mm. and so as a kid like when I was 12 years old 
I knew I wanted to dance for Britney Spears. I was like, that's what I need to do. And it also scratched that see the world itch because I wanted to go on a world tour or multiple world tours with these divas, which is why I'm working with them Stardust. Yes. Diva energy. Again, how it's been swirling around me and how divas have been and music has been healing me since I was a child because that's how I was able to be fully expressed, to have the catharsis. It was also escape when things were really scary. I could put my Walkman on and just kind of disappear into like music land. And often it was a diva. It was Jack, mm-hmm. it was Kylie, it was Madonna. And so uh, the dream then was very much coming from a wound. Like it, it's hard because it was, it was dual. There was so much love for being a performer and for dance was the thing that saved my life as a kid. And so there was that, the the true unabridled love for it. But then also the, I need people to tell me that I'm lovable and I need to be validated. And I think in my, my idea of fame was like, well, you have millions of people telling you that you're good enough. Yeah. And what I wasn't doing was telling myself that I was good enough. And no amount of external validation can ever do what it is we're looking for it to do because we can only do that for ourselves. So, you know, that dream progressed. First it was, you know, my dance career. Then it was as a recording artist. Then when I let that go, I started writing television. And so I wanted to become like the next Ryan Murphy. So these (laughs) are all entertainment-based things. And as you both know, the entertainment industry, it's, it's tricky and it's fickle and there's ups and downs and highs and lows and nobody ever really tells you what it's like until you're in it. Mm-hmm. That, that like, you know, 75% of the job is disappointment and rejection and, and not hearing back and not getting answers and, and waiting quite simply. Mm-hmm. So, so the dream then was kind of birthed out of all of those things. And now you know, like the dream is just about like being happy, living in my joy, like keeping focused on growth and and staying true to that authentic self and then guiding other people to do the same, giving that permission, creating communities for people to come together and do that, to heal, to celebrate, to transform, to dance, to be divas and to do all of that and just like live their lives through a joyful experience with with play because i think we so often forget to play as adults yeah i know that that again speaks to me so much being a musician and an artist myself you know i feel like i'm kind of i'm going through that phase of transition and transformation uh within what my you know voice is to be had but it's so funny as you were saying that it just made me kind of realize in this aha moment that you know with you and doing music and it was the goal you know when you were younger it's like we just naturally I feel like we were put here with voices right and we naturally then get pulled into the music and singing and that you just then you kind of get on this pathway of like oh well this is you know this is how my voice is going to get across and I've got to use it for singing and for me I got kind of sucked into the the Nashville country realm of everything and thinking that I had to play these big stages and, and, you know, sing to people that were drunk in a beer garden. I didn't care, you know, and now it's really shifted where I'm like, okay, I was given this voice 
not just to not just to sing you know modern music that's going to land on the radio but it's like it's given this voice to like speak authentic uh, authentically and genuinely to people to like really raise them up and that's what i see within you as well like you're showing yeah. up in the world and your voice is coming through even more beautifully than it could have you know within music or or what you were creating there it's like now you're shifting towards not just wanting yourself to be famous because hey I had that realization with myself <laughs> I had that <laughs> with myself two weeks ago about this and I was like Manny okay but it just like, it just speaks where it's like now your voice is stronger than ever and really coming in and and it's not just used to be maybe on a radio station or not it's it's speaking the truth and really and then you're moving and dancing through life and and your dance is your authenticity. And it's just so beautiful to witness and and be able to receive these aha moments within myself. And I know Carly as well. So yeah, it's just everything yeah. you have to offer is, is just so so authentic and beautiful. Thank yeah. you. And, and congratulations for these aha moments and yeah. for coming to that for yourself. Because that's it's hard to admit something like that. I know for mm -hmm. me, it was like this, oh, God damn it. Like, okay. That's what's been driving me. But what I will say about finding your voice is that it was by doing music and by making lots of mistakes and trying to appease the wrong people or be, I mean, part of my journey, because I was, I was so immersed in uh, West Hollywood nightlife and in gay nightlife that I, that's where I saw the opportunity is like, Oh, I know the DJs and the promoters so I can get booked. And I do yeah. like, okay, so I have resources here available to me and I never wanted to be just a gay recording artist, but I'm like, okay, this is, this is where I can start. This is my market yeah. this is the pocket. And unfortunately what happened with that because of being a gay man and what so much of gay culture values like on service level like when you look at kind of the culture from the outside is sexuality and it's half naked guys and so i was constantly feeling like oh i have to be a sex symbol and i have to take my shirt off and i mm -hmm. have to post this type of way on instagram and it's not authentic and mm -hmm. and towards the end it became more authentic like the music i was making was very much about like sex drugs and rock and roll it was very kind of like a kesha let's be fun and kind of forget because yeah. that's where i was at and that was authentic but it was through all this trial and error that i actually truly found my voice in the literal and figurative sense i discovered who i was as an artist i discovered what my aesthetic was. I discovered how to be a creative director. I discovered what it was that I wanted to say and what was important. But a lot of that, it's, it is the journey. And so without going through that phase of my life, I wouldn't be where I am now. And the beauty is that Stardust gets to pull together all of my dreams because I'm using music, I'm using movement, I'm using my divas and the girls that I love and the music that inspired me to create it myself yeah. and I get to do it on my own terms because there's something that happens I think when we try to monetize our creativity and our artistry where mm -hmm. it, it no longer becomes clean and pure about what we're creating or and the joy of it slowly starts to siphon out because and that's what I'll say about dancing after like five ten years in the industry I'm like I don't even know if I like this anymore 
yeah. because of all the industry and the the game that you need to play and the politics and then just like the pressure, quite simply the pressure of like, well, if I go wait tables or if I go do this, then I'm a failure because I didn't make it doing this. And then it just, it just leads into the shame. You know, it all goes back to shame. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, oh, sorry, Carly, did you want to jump in? Yeah, no, I was just saying, I was just saying that like, and I, and I know I'm, I keep having these aha moments too, but, um, just like this past year for, for both of us have just been, it's been a journey of self-love and like, that's what I feel like you, you know, you're talking about Mike with, with your journey and stuff. It's like, you have to go through all these different things to figure out like who you actually are and who you want to be. And, and it's like, you know, and that's what I feel like stardust, you know, my immediate reaction when I, when I saw that was like, you're allowing people. And like you said, you're giving them permission to like, let's go through this journey of finding self-love and finding what you want to be passionate about in your life. And like, what's going to, like, we've been saying spark that, that, that passion, that energy for it, for life and stuff. And I saw a quote the other day that was like, do things from love, not for love, because Mm. we don't need that validation from other people. We just need to do it from love for ourselves, like, and come back, come back to that. And I think that's what like my immediate reaction when I saw your stardust was just, that's what you're providing for these people. You know, like you're giving them this, like you said, permission to be like, let's go on this journey. Let's figure out what's on the inside for you. You know, each one of us is unique. We offer unique talents. We offer unique personalities and, and, you know, perspectives and stuff. So like, let's figure out what that is for you. And I love that so much. I love that so much. Yeah. And Absolutely. I, I was just going to say, I, I love too, that you're not um, at the space that you're in right now. And with Stardust, it's, it's not confining yourself to a box of just being like, mm-hmm. I'm a musician or I'm a dancer, yeah. you know, or I, I am spiritual or, or um, uh, you know, a shaman kind of thing. It's like, you're bringing all those together and allowing somebody to genuinely be all of the things like we don't have mm-hmm. to just be defined it this, the world is not so black and white anymore in a sense it's it's coming together and it's allowing all these colors of us just to to shine and and it's that's what makes us so much more beautiful we don't have to fit into a into a that box the boxes no longer exist so i, I really love that um about you is, is the, at the core of who you are you you are you are dance you are movement you are music you are light like and it's mm-hmm. bringing that together and stardust is the essence of who my is and that's just so beautiful absolutely and and i think it's just worth saying to the listeners out there who are maybe wanting to take that jump who are wanting to pursue something or unlock something that feels scary or they don't know or it feels wrong or it hasn't been done before is like one leap in the net will appear like that yeah. is leap and the net will appear i have been in that situation so many times in my life And it's just, it's a free fall of surrender and faith. So that's one. Two, when I started pulling Stardust together, I didn't know what it was going to be. I just knew that I wanted to create spiritual community. I knew that I wanted to work one-on-one with clients. I knew that I loved outer space. And like all my divas were like living in space this year, like Dua Lipa and Kylie. Yes. Like they were, they all went out there and I'm like, okay, I hear you. you know. I hear <laughs> And, and so when it started coming together and I'm like, oh, I'm using divas. 
Oh, and I'm, I'm creating musical playlists that are sound healings. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to use Oracle cards and I'm going to pull that into the session. And I remember looking at it and I just, this was all intuitive and body checking about what felt right and what needed to be and just making sure it was really pure and taking the time for it to click together. But I questioned it and I'm like, is this going to work? What is this? Nobody's done this. This is weird. Nobody's going to want to buy it. And so those were all thoughts that went through my head. And so I just want to offer that to the listeners of like, you know, there's still doubt along the way. And that doesn't mean that what you're doing is wrong or that it's not there. But I created something that had never been done before. And that when you truly, truly blaze your own trail, you unplug from how everybody's been telling you you need to do it or have to do it. Mm-hmm. It, it can be confusing because you're like, wait, I don't know. And I just have to trust the universe and trust that I can receive all of this because that's such a, such something we're not taught how to do is like receive love, receive blessings, receive mm-hmm. support, receive, receive, receive. And um, what I do want to say just about the divas and one of the reasons I love that I'm working with this diva energy is to me, what makes a diva is that they are so unapologetically authentic and that okay. they're using their, and not all of them are, you know, divas aren't just musical artists. Like Betty White is a diva. Yes. And Sarah Silverman is a diva. Mm-hmm. And uh, AOC is a diva. Like, let's be real. It's they're they're using their platform in this really authentic way to speak things like really speak truth of the human experience in a way that's relatable, and they also spread joy. But and they're multifaceted. It's that full range of authenticity when you really look at it. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm just so I'm so excited to hear this and like. Oh man, I'm just again getting goosebumps just chatting with you because like this, yeah that the whole essence of just who you are and the the message that you're spreading is is so beautiful because it's taking taking your lessons and, and everything you've gone through and you're just like shining light and wanting to lift up and and stardust is that for for everyone you know to come in and welcome you are welcome here join me on my spaceship as we travel to the yes. universe and like and the outer you know outer space and just and break through that box you know and become mm-hmm. your most authentic self and I actually think it's really funny too and I wanted to say this is that Carly and I within our podcast um our our symbol is a sun and a moon and I love your branding by the way it's oh, oh, thank you thank you well we as um Carly and I work together we definitely like I'm I love the moon and, and the moon you know is just my it's my symbol and uh that kind of thing and Carly's the sun you know she's the outward kind of uh, energy and and I'm the inward kind of thing but together we created this and then it's just so cool to to be in touch with you now and you're the stars and the stardust yeah. you know and, and it just it literally gives oh, me that just gave stuff. me chills yeah. <laughs> so I'm just oh. like wow like this was just so meant to be and like you know tying things together and yeah I I just I'm so so unbelievably excited. And so with your stardust, do you, um, and, and taking on clients, is it mostly via like online right now, or how does that work for our listeners to know? Right now it is a hundred percent digital, yep. which is amazing because you can be anywhere in the world listening to this and book a session with me. 
Of course, I would love to be doing these in person, but just out of respect of COVID and where we're at, and also just to help grow the community on a global level. This mm-hmm. is this being digital. And for anybody that is listening that wants to book a session, I'm offering a $50 promo, uh, $50 off a first session to any of your listeners that use the word dream. Oh. When you go through and you go to the scheduling page and you go to book a session, there's a little button where you can redeem a coupon. And if you just write in the word dream, you get $50 off your first, oh. your first activation, if you will, launching you into outer space. So oh. that is a gift I have for all of your listeners. Um, and like I said, you can do this from anywhere because it is 100% digital right now. Oh and gosh. eventually this will grow into events and retreats and this really came birthed out of I wanted to create like gay summer camps yeah and I had this idea this was all brewing exactly a year ago last February and then right when Kinergy we we finished touring with Oprah and we like we buckled down and we're like okay we're back and what am I going to create and then a week later the world got shut down and I'm like well I guess I'm probably not going to throw an event right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so it was an opportunity like we all went through to restructure, reassess. And uh, so that is that is a long-term goal is like retreats and events. And I really want to grow, grow this into like a global movement. Yes. Together. And then like take that global movement and shoot everybody up into outer space. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Stardust camp. I'm coming for sure. Yeah, yeah we're already signing up. So... <laughs> No, I have to tell you something funny, Mike. So like last night I was like just researching you kind of, you know, going on Stardust and stuff. And then I woke up this morning and I had the most vivid dream of me preparing to go up in space. Like, like I was in like these like containers, like getting my body, like pressure, temperature, like everything. Like I was going to go up in a spaceship. And then I woke up this morning and I was like, Oh my God. I was like, that was the most amazing dream I've ever had. Like I was going to go to outer space and it was all because I was probably researching your stardust last night. (laughs) I love that so much. And it's, it's funny because I, I send myself into outer space all the time. Like as I am working on like the medicine and the playlist and working with the technology, I, uh, I did Gaga over the weekend and I literally it turned me into a rocket ship (laughs) outer space I exploded into confetti which then became all of the stars and then all the collected into my stardust and I like I have these anti-gravity experiences so I love that you have that and I think it just goes to speak to energy of like just by going to the website and taking in that information, yeah, that energy, and then had that experience in your dreams. And that just goes to the power of what any of us create in the world and how powerful each one of us is and the creations that we make, the power that those hold and that the energy that's there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. That's so I love cool. it. Well, I know. I feel like I've been in space this entire time. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> loving it. Oh, and oh I just God. loved to at the beginning um, when we first started uh, chatting before we were recording, and you were just grabbing your crystals and making like a little altar yeah. around you. So <laughs> I know I've got my little crystals up yeah. here too, and oh, all the good vibes. All the good vibes. Oh, yeah. 
I have my little dream ca- dream catcher candle burning over here too for us. Aww. Yeah. You can't really see it, but it's our little dream catcher candle. Aww. With our little crystal. There's a crystal inside. What? No, but uh, well, can you tell people? I want I want bef- to make sure we do this where they can find you know the website, the social medias, where they can find you, um, any other information you want to send out. Absolutely. Uh, the best way to stay up to date on this is really the website, which is www.getstardustid.com. So like get started, but get stardusted. Oh, I love it. The Instagram is get underscore stardusted. And that, you know, that's all just launching right now. So if you want to stay really plugged into the brand and the messaging, you can go to the Stardust Instagram. And if you want to follow me and my journeys and adventures and things, uh, that is at Mike Munich on Instagram. And again, there's a $50 off promo code for a first session to all your listeners with the word dream that you will redeem on the website. And then right now I'm working on like my first digital course, which is still in creation. We're still kind of figuring out what that is, but it's probably going to be about a month long diva journey where I'm going to take clients through all 14 divas that I'm using and really talk about what energy they hold. They'll get to experience all of the playlists and really get that medicine in a way of like a fully faceted, contained like journey. And really just like prolonged, you know, you get a month in outer space. So exactly. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, I can just say for all the listeners out there, you guys, just us spending this time with Mike, I feel so just lit and you have just cranked up the beautiful in me because I'm just, I'm I'm vibrating right now. So thank you. And everybody go check out his Instagram website. Keep posted because this is just magical. And we're so grateful for you just being authentically you and inspiring everyone around you just with your energy. So thank you so much. Again, this is, this is epic. And I feel like we could literally actually probably talk forever so i know i know same thank you guys and the last thing i just want to ask you for both of you is who's your diva who do you like who do you guys i don't know i can say my uh diva that stands out to me and not that I'm saying this in any sort of way, shape, or form that is a connection, but I really do love Julianne Huff and what she's creating. And I think for her, like just kind of standing in what she is, that's she's got this diva energy of of what she's doing. So I think that's really cool with the Kinergy thing. So I think, you know, she's inspirational in that way, shape, or form. And and I think just the people that she has around her at certain times and for the for the journey that it is, it's it's branching off and being really cool. So I think that's cool. And and Rebecca, of course. Rebecca's a yeah. diva and we love her. Rebecca's all of our diva. All of yeah. our yes. We all want to be Rebecca because she's amazing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I would honestly say my diva right now is myself. Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm turning into my own diva. That's that's my that's my journey right now. Yes. <laughs> I know. That just, that just gave me chills. I can't think of anyone else. <laughs> I ha- I haven't heard that response yet, and I think that's my favorite answer anybody's ever given me that question. Yeah, so much. Yeah. 
And yeah, I love that. that's a very, that's a very Carly. Carly is diva esque and vibrant. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'm trying. I'm lo- I love myself. That's, that's where I'm at right now. So that's what we got to do. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, this has been so freaking amazing. And I literally can't wait until, you know, COVID is kind of whatever. And we can actually meet in person because I would love to come to LA and Mandy would love to as well. And we can have an amazing time and we could, how about we get together with Rebecca too, all four of us. And we can just, we can just have some fun, talk about all this fun stuff and and I just want to give you a hug right now. I'll give you a virtual <laughs> hug. Yeah. yeah. And and thank you so much again for being a part of this with us. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, dreamers, we are going to sign off here. So we are wishing you good vibes, good times, and sunshine. Until next time.